what you want to be hired for. You know, if you're into weddings, shoot couples, shoot fashion, maybe shoot a couple weddings for on for free and Some bridals. Uh, bridals, yeah. And then people will be like, "Oh, you do this stuff, I will hire you." Exactly. But if you want if you're a wedding photographer wanting to shoot like autom- automobiles or watches or hiking lifestyle, you're not going to get hired for it because they only see that you can shoot weddings. Welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast. I'm Dave Mays, and we're here in the Polar Pro Studio. Today we spoke with Sam Siadar, who's a photographer, filmmaker, who's built a business around his personal brand. Along with his wife, Amanda, they have produced content for the likes of Starbucks, American Express, and Nike. In 2015, Sam and his wife, Amanda, also created the company Adventure That Is Life that sells adventure-themed gear. I think if you're an entrepreneur, photographer, filmmaker, you have a lot to take away from this interview. Now, one funny little tidbit is that Sam Siadar and Sydney Dyongzen, who was a previous guest on the show, grew up together. They were buddies when they were in college and they made films together. Really funny coincidence that we actually interviewed both of them. So I actually made a little mistake when I first started my interview with Sam. You'll see what I mean. Without further ado, enjoy my conversation with Sam. All right, so we're here with uh, Sydney. Nope. Sydney Dion's. Oh my God, that needs to go up, and Sydney needs to hear about this because in <laughs> high school, when we were in high school, we always got confused for one another that all make any the sense, time. It, we were inseparable basically, and people would be like, "Oh, hey, there's Sam and Sid." They didn't know which one was which. So when we were by ourselves, people would be like, "Oh man, I have to guess." Uh, hey, Sid. I'm like, "Nope, Sam." Nice try. <laughs> Went on for years, and so since you know he moved and came back, yeah. It's hardly ever happened because we're not together as much. Yeah. And literally in LA last week, I went to a Starbucks, ordered a drink, and they asked what my name was. I said, Sam. And I don't know why they literally wrote Sid on oh the cup. Gosh. It was a sign. So, so I send them the picture. I'm like, dude, it's still happening. <laughs> but that, you, that, that's hilarious. If this game uh, called One Word Rapid Fire, we like to just start off with the game because it kind of, you know, just yeah. loosens the bones, Loose a little it up. icebreaker, you know. Do it. Um, basically, I'll just ask you a couple of, uh, let's just say a couple words, and you just pick one. So like this or this, and then you you pick whichever one Done. is uh, your favorite. So uh, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Rockwell's that's got a lot of pressure. the uh, timer. Are you ready? Yeah. Five, four, three, two, go. All right. Which do you prefer, West Coast or East Coast? West. Photo or video? Both photo no video <laughs> uh planned uh shoots or like fly by the seat of your pants planned uh handheld or gimbal work if you're doing video stuff gimbal canon icon or sony sony spaghetti with meat sauce or alfredo spaghetti with meat sauce ios or android uh, and uh, ios <laughs> mac or pc mac uh rock or pop rock pop iceland or disneyland oh man time no you cannot end on that one. That's both. D- Disney Iceland. Disney Iceland. <laughs> we need, they need to make a you park what, out there. That would be so cool if Disneyland was in Iceland. Yeah, oh, dude. Man, Imagine so cool. Splash Mountain just going down Skagafoss. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know the places there. I looked at your Instagram account, and I've seen that you've been there a couple times. I've been times, there, so, yeah, twice. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I put that last one Dude, in that was a tough one. <laughs> that, that was tough. So, let's uh, let's start at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> you were born. Uh, I was. <laughs> This is true. I have proof. But uh, where are you from originally? Where were you actually born? Um, I was born in Anaheim, California. And you uh, mentioned something to me. You're a first-generation uh, American. I am. Yeah, my parents were both born in Romania. 
Wow. And uh, they fled. Their story is phenomenal, by the way. Um, I'm hoping to hopefully one day make it into a feature. Wow. Um, Tell me. But they both fled yeah. Romania under communism. Wow. Um, and they were both put in jail and put in uh, refugee camps and risked their lives to basically start over. Um, lived in Italy for a while, applied for citizenship, got denied, I believe, in Canada, denied in Australia, and then were approved in the states incredible so me even being here is just a testament to their adventurous spirit and yeah yeah it's just amazing what was it like growing up with with your parents being kind of like new to this just like you i guess in a way yeah i, I mean i didn't learn english till i was five wow and um when i started kindergarten and first grade i was uh in esl is that what it's called in english as a second yeah. language yeah so i had to learn that way Wow. I was never bullied really much, except in kindergarten. I remember some there was people just kind of making fun of me because I didn't know English. Man, those are some but, rough but, kids. But I didn't. I didn't know any different. I'm like, oh, is this guy being mean to me? I can't understand what he's saying. Yeah. Um, but I had. I remember one guy um, stood up for me, and we were kind of friends throughout um, elementary school. No, <laughs> I didn't meet Sid till much later. And then, what what college did you go to? I did not go to college oh, i thought you went to college with sid no nope. i snuck into a couple of his classes that's for sure <laughs> i've been i've been on the chapman university campus more than i've been on any other campus wow just because so, you know be, my parents being first generation born they they basically told me that they can't afford to pay for my schooling sure so i had to either pay it for for it myself or try to figure out my own path so i was like i don't really want to sp- i honestly didn't like school yeah. some people love school they love to learn i like to learn but things i i'm passionate about so i decided I'm just going to figure this out on my own in a different way. Um, used Sid a little bit to sneak in a couple of his classes and help on a couple of projects. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much my college experience. And growing up, were you always kind of drawn to photography, filmmaking, art in general? Were you kind of an artist growing up? I think I, I was without knowing. Um, I remember being a kid you know, like a five-year-old playing with action figures, but I wouldn't put the two toys together and just kind of like clunk them together. And when they would fight, I would literally get down eye level to them and like punch one in the face and turn their head and maybe do like a little slow motion thing. <laughs> it's awesome. like, it's funny. Cause as a kid, I didn't think anything of it then. Yeah. But now I think about it. I'm like, okay, like my eyes were the camera mm-hmm. and I was, you're playing. Well, out I was a playing scene. Yeah. I was playing out a scene, almost like a visual storyboard kind of, That's amazing. Um, and then I would steal my dad's like camera back in the day and just go film random stuff. Um, it, it ended up turning out to be more story based and then it just escalated to what it is today. But I, I, I feel, I feel like ever since I have had any memory, I knew I wanted to be a filmmaker at some point photography. I never knew I would have a career in. Yeah. Well, let's get into that. Cause you're kind of like this entrepreneur who has mo- like, uh, you have a, a really cool clothing line company, you have a production company, Instagram, you say you want to do music videos and direct. Can you just give me, in a nutshell, what it is that you do? Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, a, I guess, a filmmaker and photographer. Um, just freelance. Uh, go wherever I'm needed, basically. The clothing company, Adventure That Is Life, is kind of a thing I started on the side. Uh, I told my wife I kind of want to create a feature account on Instagram, and she told me, uh, go ahead, you're on your own, because I don't... I don't really want to help you with that. So I'm like, all right, uh, let's just see what happens. And somehow I grew it organically to, I think about 30,000 followers at that point. And I just thought to myself, what can I do with this um, community? And honestly, I'm not 
passionate about clothing. I mean, I am passionate about clothing. I like wearing clothing and I like good clothing, yeah. but I'm not an apparel guy. I don't want to have sure. a company. So I just thought to myself, what can I do or what can I sell to give back? Because I didn't, I didn't really care about starting a clothing company. So yeah. we decided to, apparel was just easy, throw a branding on a shirt and then donate a percentage of that to charity. Nice. Um, did that for maybe about two years. The Instagram kept growing and we did pretty decent, but because I'm not passionate about it and I was doing it all on my own. Um, and then after the birth of our first daughter, our first daughter, well, I only have one daughter, our first child, <laughs> um, it just a whole year of us, of me not pushing it at all. So it's kind of declined yeah. big time, which I'm okay with because I was two years that we were able to do pretty donate a decent amount. And nice. Um, now it's kind of just, I think it's just kind of phasing out and it's basically just an Instagram community at this point. Okay. Cause yeah, I saw it on your site and I, I just wanted to bring that up, but yeah. Yeah. I have it on my site just in case someone wants to go. I, ha- I have it designed and set up basically that, um, we, we just fulfill per order. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any inventory. So if someone buys a sweater, cool. Yeah. That's something that gets fulfilled, <laughs> but uh, nice. we're not pushing it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm more passionate about, uh, I, my biggest passion is filmmaking. That's what I've always aspired to do is to direct TV and film kind of stumbled into photography because I owned a Canon 7D at the time and thought yeah. to myself, Hey, I can shoot photos with this too. And always thought it'd be really fun to be able to shoot product photography, uh-huh. but never knew how to do it. And then somehow I got into it and that's basically my bread and butter at the moment as I'm kind of figuring out my film journey. When I originally started just doing research on you for this interview, um, obviously the biggest thing that stands out is your Instagram account and the following that you have and the images that you've taken over the years. And they're just phenomenal. And I, there's a lot of people that uh, are listening to this that are aspiring to maybe do what you're doing on Instagram. And from what, <laughs> now that I've t- actually talked to you, it seems like your passions are actually more towards filmmaking and producing and that side, but you've stumbled into this like very healthy growing Instagram account. Yeah. Can you tell me about that? Like what happened? I guess I've just, I'm inspired by telling stories through visuals and a lot of that, a lot of the uh, Instagram photos I take are spontaneous. I'm just out and about. I'm inspired by nature. I love being outside. So a lot of that's what I naturally take pictures of. Um, never been passionate about weddings or anything like that. So that's why yeah. I'm not a wedding photographer. Oh my gosh. It's just yeah. a whole new, that's, I have a lot of, uh, like love for those people. Cause Same. it's so amazing. I've done a lot of weddings. So I'm have sure I, have to. so have I, so but it pays the bills. I, and honestly, when I first started, told myself I, I want to try to be a freelance photographer. I, I naturally thought it meant being a wedding photographer. Yeah. So I tried really hard to be in it and it never worked out. But I think I've always known since I was a kid that I wanted to do something in the film aspect it wasn't till i think i got my hands on a canon 7d that had video capabilities that i decided oh hey this thing can actually do pictures as well yeah that i got in a little bit into photography as well um i mean to this day my goals and aspirations are to hopefully direct tv and film um and i don't know photography was just kind of one of those things where it kind of became a hobby and thought to myself it'd be cool to you know shoot product and things like that because i thought for a long time that being a working photographer meant shooting weddings. Yeah. And that's not for me. I'm not passionate about it. Me neither. Um, it's just one of those things where you shoot like all weekend and you have to edit during the week. Yeah. Um, it's just not, and I, it's just one of those things when you're not passionate about shooting something, your, your work just isn't very yeah. good. 
and I have a lot of respect for those people. And one hundred percent, I think the ones that are good at it have passion for it. One hundred percent, and you so. can tell in their work. Mm-hmm. You know, like so for me, it just wasn't it. So uh, wasn't su- wasn't any surprise that it didn't take off for me. Yeah, and then um, when did you start doing product stuff and uh, commercial work? So it was kind of funny. Um, I shot a lot on spec, and a lot of people ask me, "How do you how do you get into this?" Yeah, um, and I always tell them, "Shoot what you want to be hired for." You know, if you're into weddings, shoot couples, shoot fashion, maybe shoot a couple of weddings for on for free and Some bridles, and, and bridles, yeah. And then people will be like, "Oh, you do this stuff, I will hire you." Exactly. But if you want, if you're a wedding photographer wanting to shoot like automobile automobiles or watches or hiking lifestyle, you're not going to get hired for it because they only see that you can shoot weddings. Yep. So I shot a couple of stuff on spec. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Tim Hortons Coffee I have. from Canada up there. Um, they sent me an email once and said, Hey, uh, we like your Instagram. Can we pay you for X amount of photos for our social media? And nice. I thought to myself, this is a thing <laughs> at this point. Like what year was this? Do you remember? 12, 2012, 11? No, it was after you got married. I got married. I think it might've been 2014. Okay. It's about four years ago, four years ago. Yeah. And I don't think social influencing or kind of things like that was the beginning of it you know or hiring content creators yeah i don't consider myself a social influencer at all um i really don't even like the word influencer um because that's not who i am you know i I built my audience based off of my work not my selling Mm -hmm. of things yeah Um, so they reached out to me and said hey do you want to we need these this many photos can you shoot some and i'm like yeah did that and i was like wow that's my first paid brand nice that was cool so then i just kept doing it and reached out to a couple of smaller brands and it kind of snowballed. Were you shooting like product shots that maybe a company would hire you f- for on your own, like for free. So like you would take your watch and set it up and like post that on Instagram. Just, or what? I think, I think back to when Instagram was a little earlier, it wasn't as polished or yeah. aesthetically pleasing. You kind of shoot your everyday stuff too. Yeah. Mostly on, on your phone. Mostly on your phone. Yeah. And I think one of the ones that, that Nashville filter on it. Yeah. 100% Nashville. That's where you're from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you create that? <laughs> I did. Yeah. yeah nice. All, all of us together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one collective yeah. filter for everybody. <laughs> um, and so after, um, lost my train of thought for a second. Sorry. Um, so like you were saying that at the time oh, things weren't that polished. Yeah. Right. So things weren't as, as polished. And so you, it's funny cause the thing that they, saw on my feed was literally me editing in front of my computer and i just had my hand out in front of me with a mug and i just took a picture of it and that's all it was and i just got back from canada and um i i think my comment was like oh man i wish i had more tim hortons oh nice you know what but it, like now you read that people are like oh i wonder how much you got paid to say that yeah back then you're just like literally i wish i had more tim hortons mm-hmm. um and they must have seen it so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of funny because hashtags go a long way because people don't think so yeah but i've, I've been hired by from couple, hashtags from hashtags because I, I i whenever a client reaches out to me mm-hmm. i'll be like oh how did you how did you find me and they'd be like oh we were stalking this one hashtag and your photo stood out wow so like uh, that's how apple found me not too long ago wow they said they were going through the shot on iphone hashtag and i think i've used the hashtag four times <laughs> so <laughs> i can't imagine how many pictures i had to go through to oh my gosh so many for. It's incredible. So it's humbling to know that your work stands out. Yeah. But so. Okay. So, um, 
So, so by the way, let, how did you meet your wife? I, I know this is like we're bouncing all all over the place. Oh, but I think it. that's interesting. So, yeah. tell me about your wife. So, uh, my wife and I met. Um, I used to work at a church, and I did all their video production. And what si- church was it? It's called Crossroads Christian Church in Corona. Okay. Um, and actually, Sid and I used to both work there. Um, and doing those stupid little short films, we took that and did it for the, the church. Nice. And um, it was just easier to put ourselves into them, especially if it was comedy, because mm-hmm. we would both write, direct, produce, and act in all of them. And the church was quite large. I think the auditorium sits like 3,000 or something like that. Wow. Um, and I think basically what happened, my wife saw me in one of those, and she's like, oh, I think he's cute. I think. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's what she says. Yeah. And... Uh, and then I think Facebook kind of played a, a role into it where I think she wrote on my wall and just said, hey, I saw your latest video. Hilarious. I'm like, oh, she's cute. Um, and <laughs> wow, I'm, the, the, the short story of it is that's how we met. And then we were going to the same church, just talked. And and then next and, thing you know, you're yeah, married. Now we're married and we have <laughs> one kid and a second on the way and we have a house. Man, life, how, life how do you like being a life. dad? Dude, it's the best thing. You know. I know. Yeah. And you have a, a son? Yeah, his name's Ryan. You gotta, one we, year old. We got to talk about that a little bit because I have oh, a boy absolutely. coming. So. We both wear our uh, wedding rings as a piece of rubber. Yes. Why is it, well, I? I'll tell you why I don't like rings. They hurt my finger, and I've gotten fatter over the years. Oh too. yeah. So like dad bod. Yeah, dad bod. It's gotta, a thing. You got to embrace it. It's a thing. So is that why you have one? <laughs> it's just it's lightweight, and I like to play with it. Yeah, that's it's all. It. It really is. I'll just like flick it and. Oh, twist so it. much easier to play with a rubber ring than it oh, is yeah. with the. We should, one. we should have a uh, official Polar Pro rubber ring. 100%. Do yeah. it. <laughs> well, I'll wear it. I'll talk to the engineers about it, yeah. So Instagram for you was never like a specific, I'm going to be an Instagram influencer kind of thing. No, just definitely kind of not. occurred. Yeah. Like, I mean, you freaking have like 170,000 or something. I wish. <laughs> Only 158,000. But here's here's the thing is... Dude, I, that's I, amazing. I, I've been fortunate, and a lot of people don't know nowadays um what um a what was the word that they used uh uh suggested user yeah do, do you know what a suggested user i is? do i have a friend who is one and it b- made him blow up yeah so it's like back in the day they, they did that and it was quite the honor to be noticed to yeah. be considered a suggested user so i was on there nice. so that's kind of what helped spark it but now with their new engagement it kind of hurts us more than it does so if really? people have been a suggested user um you know someone downloads the app they suggest 12 people and you follow all those people. But these people who download the app probably download it once, shared one image, and then maybe never do, open the app again. Mm-hmm. So they're not necessarily ghost followers. They're real people, but they just don't ever use the app. Yeah. So you get less engagement based okay. off of that. So you, that's how you can somewhat tell when someone's a suggested user. Yeah. So my engagement isn't as good as some of the other people who maybe have like 10,000 followers and they get I think the same being, amount. You know uh, what I mean? You're being very humble. For I sure. don't know. But, but that's an interesting uh, factoid for sure. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got my start. But I think anybody who goes with that mindset, I want to be a, an influencer, mm-hmm. is kind of going into it for the wrong reasons. You know, <laughs> I feel like it's the same when yeah. anybody wants to go into the film industry because they want to be famous. Yep. It's you, you might not make it. If you're not passionate about doing whatever you want to be doing, I don't think you're going to find a lot of success. Absolutely. Um, that's why for me, like, I want to be a filmmaker doing yeah. this on the side right now i'm blessed to be able to do it i don't know how long i'll be able to do it and um, we were talking earlier i don't know how long i'm going to be relevant um <laughs> so i'm trying to future proof myself and i'm passionate about film i know it's not easy but i've and i've been told by so many people over the years you know what's your plan b if that doesn't work what's your plan b 
I don't have a plan B. Never. If you have a plan A and that's your only thing, you can't, failure is not an option. Exactly. So. I say uh, that all the time. Yeah. So (laughs) if I fail, I just failed in that strategy. I just have to manipulate that strategy a little bit better to make my goals and dreams a reality, you know? Exactly. So I've taken some images from your Instagram account. Awesome. I want to get a backstory on these. Uh, There's some that are just gorgeous photos, but some that may have a little story behind it. You're actually kind of looking here at one. I'm I'm, I'm kind of peeking up. That's a random photo. This is a random photo because this is your father. That is my dad. And I just want to get a little backstory on your dad. Tell me about your dad. Um, Well, my... I think we talked about it earlier. My dad fled communist Romania. Awesome. This picture right here, actually, um, celebrating Father's Day. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to get my own this, context this from a, it. So this is June two, uh, 22nd, yeah. 2014. Yep. It's an image of your dad. He's wearing a Beatles shirt. We've His got favorite some... brand. Band. <laughs> not brand. His favorite band. Brand slash yeah. band. Maybe he wears a lot of Beatles shirts. Yeah. My dad's uh, a huge Beatles fan yeah. as well. So, In fact, if you just name any song, he can tell you which album it was, what year it came out, and which track, and which side of the album it was wow. on. Wow. So, That's hardcore. Yeah. My yeah, dad's so, a mu- musician. So There you go. But yeah, tell me more about your father. What's his name? His name's Cornell. And yeah. uh, how old is he at this point, like roughly? At this point, yeah, 63. Yeah. And um, like you said, he's an immigrant. Immigrant, yep. And wouldn't be fortunate you, enough to be doing what I'm doing now if he didn't make the journey here. Wow. Um, you had a good I, relationship with your dad? Yeah, I love my dad. Um, and yeah, this this day, he just likes walking around. And so we decided to take him to Knott's Berry Farm. And I just saw this wall. And I, I never take photos of my dad, really, because we're always in the house yeah we don't do a whole lot together out and about yeah. but we have good conversations and and things like that yeah so this photo was just simply like oh i like the shadows on the wall um i love it's it. father's day let me just do a little post for my dad and nice that's all it was some simple so this image here is unreal i just love the composition the color basically it's a top-down shot of what looks like a girl in a it's my pool, wife girl slash wife yeah uh, <laughs> uh if you look at the description it says from that time we went to the blue lagoon in iceland uh it was taken in 2016 um i've also seen this on your website and i think yeah. you mentioned this is one of your favorite images you've ever taken yeah can you describe this image tell me about this the backstory and also why you find it to be one of your favorites i think it's uh, yeah, more of the story behind it being my favorite I, I i enjoy the composition um it's just unique to the, me the um, color contrast is perfect yeah, I, with the skin tone and the blue yeah the blue i like that it just kind of almost like takes over the the person um but i like it because i I did have my camera my high-end camera with me but at the blue lagoon we left it in the locker and then we decided let's just take one iphone with us that was in an otter box just in case we drop it in the water and i just it was one of those moments where you're just like oh i like this moment what tool do i have on my body to capture this moment like i'm not gonna go back to the locker go grab my camera come back out and like really yeah spend that much time on it get a tripod and yeah why well, that's <laughs> yeah. just get, let's get proper lighting let's wait till golden out you know whatever it is um and i just snapped it in the moment and so this was taken on an iphone yeah i was just taking on an iphone iphone 6 actually yeah. iphone 6 yeah um and that's, that's pretty much it it's just I, I like that it was created with something that you can have in your pocket and was this yeah. image one of the images that apple saw maybe i mean i used the hashtag right there shot on iphone so maybe this is one of the ones that stood out i'm not sure I mean, what's amazing about this is, like you said, it, you you took it in the moment. It's the 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 camera that you had yep. with you was your iPhone, and this is good enough to literally print and put on your wall. I mean, I think it's yeah, I appreciate image. that. Thank you. And 
you know? it's, it's, nice, it's nice to hear from somebody else because when you take it you don't think anything else of it you know you're sure. like oh i like this i'm gonna take it yeah. and cool yeah i'm stoked on it yeah you know but you don't really hear other people's feedback and i'm sure like you well, know you, you're, you're saying you one thing comments there yeah you're saying one thing but someone else could be like oh i hate this thing yeah yeah you know and you're like i don't want to hear that <laughs> um is that, so was she actually bathing yeah we were, we were just it, it, is this the warm water yeah thing it's just there's there's that, yeah. like and there's like hundreds of other people around us right here wow. so it was just swimming to the area where there's the least amount of people yeah. and just trying to get, capture this moment really quick i love the swirls in the water and stuff it's yeah crazy appreciate that all right so uh this next image is a picture of it looks like a man jumping across yeah, a batman. mountain uh okay batman <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I, I pulled this image mostly because i was curious about the story behind this like how you actually captured it it looks really dangerous yeah um it probably looks more dangerous than what it really is it's all about you know angles and perspectives yeah um I mean, it, it was pretty high up, but between those two rocks that he's jumping, it's not okay. that bad. But this was just um, back back in the day when Instameets were pretty big on, on Instagram. I don't know if they're still a thing, but, you know, back a few years ago, they were big. People Like, even yeah. Instagram would say, hey, here's the next, in, you know, Instameet uh, day. Everybody rally around it. Um, and so this was one of them. And, and he's like, hey, I'm going to jump across. Anybody want to take a picture? I'm like, yeah i'm right here do it <laughs> yeah and so it's just one of those ones where someone decided to do it and i just captured it so instant with a purpose was that actually like uh tell me about that like what do you mean you, you would actually do charity work yeah so you know um whenever there we wanted to do an instant we would then just create a purpose so we did one where um we talked to our local city and asked you know hey it's summertime what's the need and they said during the summer homeless people need um underwear and socks that's the biggest need because it's hot they sweat yada yada yeah so anybody who came to the instant meet we just asked them bring these things and wow. we're gonna donate them we did that one for one we did a toy drive for another one for christmas we did um great ca- idea. canned foods for another time for around thanksgiving a couple years ago and then we did a uh one where it was blankets also i have a great idea pokemon go with a purpose there you go pokemon go yeah go around and find pokemon and put a canned food that's right switch them out that's awesome man i love that idea so yeah so this next image here is a hot air balloon golden hour time. That was actually sunrise. Okay, I mean it's still yeah, golden, so hour. golden yeah, hour. Yeah, but yeah, because <laughs> it kind of looks like sunset. It does. It could it could be either one. Sunrise, sunset. Mm-hmm. Anyways, anybody that That's knows such a good uh, Broadway. Okay, so it says Dubai, one of three. So I'm assuming this was taken in Dubai. Yes, this tell was me about in Dubai. the story behind this image and what you were doing in Dubai. Um, I was actually hired by Hyatt. Oh man, this trip was insane. Um, I was hired by Hyatt, and they were doing this uh, campaign where they were. It, it's they they called me and they were like, "Hey, we're doing this project. Do you want to be involved?" And it was video. I'm like, "Okay, um, yeah. Let me think of what team I, I want to put together for, to create this video." And they're like, "Oh, actually, we don't want you to create the video. We want you to be the subject of the video." I'm like, "Oh, that's really weird. I'm not usually in front of the camera." Yeah, but sounds fun. So let's do it. Like and, as a photographer, yeah. Or? So they, they're basically following the, this campaign that they were doing. They were following an American photographer, okay, um, traveling around the world using Hyatt as this home away from home, basically. Yeah. And my wife was, I think, thirty-eight weeks pregnant during that time when this came up. And I told her, I'm like, okay, with your first, right. with our first. So I told her, it's up to you if you want me to take this. This is what's happening. This is how much they're paying. You tell me yes or no. Yeah. And she was like, Yeah, go do it. And I'm like, All right, <laughs> you can't, you can't turn this back on me now. Yeah. You're the one who gave me permission. <laughs> um, and so I went from, I flew from LA to London, London to Paris, Paris to Shanghai, Shanghai to Tokyo, Tokyo to Dubai, oh, Dubai right. home in three weeks. Wow. So I was jet lagged 
from Lord knows from where. Yeah. I was just constantly jet lagged. Um, so, and this was just one of the moments from Dubai. We took a, a hot air balloon wow. right at, at sunrise. There was a falcon in there. For some reason, they decided to up it by just throwing a falcon in there. And it flew between the two hot air balloons. We were in one and that was the the other one. Wow. And it was just one of those moments where I was just standing there and the hot air balloon was just about to go towards the sun and pulled out my camera and just captured it. So it was one of those just my eye saw something that it wanted to capture so i captured it what did you think about that whole experience of being on camera and being the subject of the video um you know doing it back in you know back in the day i did all those comedic short films so it wasn't yeah. too foreign but um it was it was fun it was yeah. it, it was i mean easier than being the film crew who have to like set up everything and get sure. the locations i just stood there and they're like okay walk from here to here yeah cool easy easy walk <laughs> yeah um so it was actually easier work make sure hot coffee's ready yeah and, uh, donuts and o- only good. only blue m&ms yeah exactly um, but so yeah too- I, I enjoy being behind the camera more that was taken yeah. in 2017 so it wasn't too long ago was yeah that was uh was, but i mean it's almost actually, two years ago so. yeah i took it before okay that i so think it was like in november and i posted it okay like a so couple november months later 2000, so it was, so it was exactly about two years two ago, years ago. Yep. yeah all right so this is an image of you looking up. You got the red jacket on. Your the snow's coming down. I'm not too interested in the image itself. This is actually a question. Do it. Red jacket. Tell me about it. You wear it a lot. Where did you I, get it? I don't wear it that often, do I? There. Oh, there. That, th- those are two different jackets. Oh. Well, th- uh, yeah. So I don't know. I I just assume maybe there was some story with the red jacket. Nope. I just got that jacket. Like I think when I took this, I got it like that week. <laughs> nice. And I'm just like, oh, I want to go out. I just wanted like a pop of color. My wife always gets mad at me when I wear a black jacket oh, all the time. That makes sense. So whenever she buys me something like a backpack or a jacket, okay. she that- always tries to get color because she's like, you're gonna want to take pictures. Yeah. And you might as well pop. That might be why so. I was drawn to finding this image and asking you because I noticed that little note there that you're wearing a lot of color yeah my whether wife, it's that, your, your hat or that's mainly my wife because back in, i mean it makes sense right if yeah, you're she's if like you're, an art director yeah she's like you know if you're in a forest and if you have all green on you're just gonna blend in yeah so at that point she's like why don't you wear like orange yeah i'm like that's smart wow she's brilliant thanks, thanks babe does she does she have involvement a lot with your shoots she used to be very hands-on um before our daughter was born we would tag team almost all every project together what's her name amanda amanda yeah so we would just oh hey babe i have this client yeah they need this many photos she's like all right let's go she would shoot me or i would shoot her and it it worked out really well so ever since having a kid she's focused more on like the mom stuff and even mom photography she'll do maybe some cape clothing and stuff so she's kind of done her own thing does Um, she stay home and watch the kid yeah i mean we tag team a lot i work yeah. from home so yeah same it, it's it's just who, my wife who, who, who's who's less busy at the, at the moment my wife quit her job right before the baby was born and that was like one of the best decisions she's ever made 100 percent. i think there's a lot of more, people, more so for the baby than yeah than your wife i know yeah it's really a selfless act i think for a mother to be a mother and not it's one of the hardest jobs you can do mm-hmm. and I, I, d- I couldn't be a full-time dad like <laughs> I, 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 i've had to do it for three months straight because my wife was really sick with their pregnancy mm. And I'm like, man, how, how do people work and do this at the same time? It's really amazing that, yeah, I, I can't imagine. Stay, like single mothers, like I can't. Oh, I cannot so imagine. much respect. So true. Well, while we're on the topic of family, <laughs> this is this is an image of your family. Again, this is mostly about the, the content of the photo. Yeah. This is your beautiful wife, your daughter, and you do have one on the way. This image was taken in July, so yeah, I don't it? know if she I was think, pregnant. I, I think yet. she was very early pregnant. Actually, July was when we found out. July 6th, that's my birthday. That's the day oh, we cool. found out. 
Wow, That's so this image was taken... Yeah, because the so this image, the tag says this is 33. So yep, just turned birthday. 33, yep. July and that, 6th. And that morning she told me she was pregnant, so... Oh, wow. But, I mean, this, this photo was probably taken a few weeks before sure, that. Sure. Yeah, this was... A, I don't even know why we took this, honestly. Oh, we just had a friend go just out. Just a little shoot with your family. Yeah, I think we just had our friend, uh, Candice Marino, who's a phenomenal, great family friend. We actually went to Iceland with her and her husband oh, a couple nice. years before that, and she's a phenomenal photographer also, and so... My wife was just like, we need, we need family pictures. Let's go yeah. out and shoot. And I think that's what this, the, the whole point of this one was. I think it's really viable. Like it's, it's really funny how we, and I'm saying we, cause our listeners probably can relate to like, we're, we take all these pictures all the time and we're like yeah. professionals, right? We don't take anything of like, like, especially of myself. Yeah. I might take a lot of pictures of my son or my wife, but it's great to have somebody else take some pictures of oh yeah it's it's great you, all yeah. three together yeah it's so. it's it's so rare to even have a picture of just me and my wife so this is an image of you hanging out of a uh, what do you call these things airstream yeah airstream is this yours no I wish okay so can you tell me the story behind this uh, image yeah uh, I was actually uh, this trip I was actually hired by two brands um, Nikon and a White Claw and. They wanted content. What's for, White Claw? White Claw. It's a, I'm actually holding it in my hand. It's a, like a alcohol seltzer. Oh, like, cool. What? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, and I believe this was in July also. And July is just hot yeah. here in Southern California. So, yeah. um, so you decided to wear a jacket. Because it's my birthday month, I actually try to go to San Francisco around oh, that time. Okay. I've done that the past two years. Nice. Um, it I don't know if it's an actually an official tradition with uh, my best friend and I, but maybe it will be. Um, and so we decided to go to San Francisco. And so this was taken just outside the city um, in an airstream. We were staying as our Airbnb, oh, which, awesome. which coincidentally had the fastest Wi-Fi I've ever experienced <laughs> oh, really? in any Airbnb I've ever stayed in. Because it's San Fran, right? I don't even know. It was like th- 300 down or something like that. Unreal. It was just in an airstream. So we were just streaming movies. I wish and, I had that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um maybe get an airstream <laughs> and so this is the trick so this was um actually a, a shot for white claw where um just kind of enjoying a beverage yeah before the the night's done nice so that, that's it's just one of those shots where we got in and i'm like oh i can i visualize this yeah. image so I, I got the framing all set then i asked my friend to just hit the shutter yeah. boom yeah. yeah that's great lake michigan frozen this next image is is that you? Nope. That's my buddy, Will. I was going to say, I was like, you must have shaved or something. Nope. So it's a different man. His name is Will. Yep. He's hanging off the side of uh, the street. Looks like he's about to step onto the lake. What was this trip about? What were you guys doing out there? Um, we were actually shooting uh, for House of Blues. Oh, In nice. Chicago, they're doing, they're, they're doing something with the, a new show. So they wanted um, me to capture the event. So I hired will to come out to be my second shooter and uh we were just walking around one evening after the shoot just exploring the city and turns out the lake was frozen i was like oh man this free this lake's frozen and he my friend will was like hey i'm gonna go hang off this thing i'm like sweet i'm gonna go take a picture of you (laughs) (laughs) did he actually walk out on the yeah we both walked out i mean i i think where this photo was taken it's a little bit more uh thin so he just kind of stepped on it just to see if it was strong enough and i think it was but we didn't risk it but we went we, we actually went and stood on it um a little bit closer where it was yeah it was really cool i've I've been to chicago twice and never seen it have you ever been to alaska i have uh i went to alaska this year back in february um for the first time yeah and we were driving on ice roads like it was literally just the river wow and uh kind of creeped me out a little bit but (laughs) like it's pretty amazing yeah i haven't been to alaska driving on ice roads but 
Alaska yeah, we, is gorgeous. We were in a place where you could actually see Ru- Russia. So wow. We were at the very like top of Alaska. That's yeah, phenomenal. Insane. Yeah, it was fun. All right, so this is, Im- next image here is a picture of a man with an accordion. Uh, looks like a classic kind of like Paris kind of shot. Yeah. Um, so tell me about this. Yeah, Obviously, this was, you were in Paris. Yeah, this was during that Hyatt gig. Um, and oh, we were cool. Ju- and we are just walking around. And, you know, a, lo- a lot of my photos are just what my eye sees and finds fascinating. So I want to capture that moment. Um, not a lot of planning. The only, the only time there's a lot of planning that goes into my shots is when it's a, a product like heavy commercial shot that the brand wants something specific. So this was just walking around and um, I forgot where we were exactly, but this um, man was just playing the accordion and it just echoed through the alleys and it, you literally close your eyes and you think, Oh, I'm in Paris. Mm. And the fact that you'd open them, you're like, I'm actually in Paris. (laughs) This is crazy. It's amazing. And so this guy was just taking a picture and I, I I don't think he liked that. I took his picture because right here you can see he's not looking at me. Yeah. So I snapped it and then um, kind of... Like he has a lazy eye. Yeah, I, I think he was just looking past me. <laughs> um, and then I think after I took it, I was just I was literally enjoying the music so much. I was just staring at him and I think he wanted me to tip him. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have any money. Like, this is not one of those trips where I... Because the production paid for everything, you know? So yeah. I'm like, I don't... I literally don't even have my wallet. Yeah. So <laughs> Oops. if you're going to get mad, I'm just going to walk away and listen <laughs> to you in the distance. But I, I grabbed that really fast. I love it. Man, what a what a great trip! Um, again, I, I'm assuming this is from the yeah. Same you're thing just killing again. it with that Hyatt gig. Yeah, I, I mean, we didn't mean to. It's just yeah. this is kind of unreal. Some of these images here, like this, is a picture of you in a really really cool car. Yeah, it's a uh, it's like a classic land, land Rover. So, do you know what year that was? Not sure, but they still use them. Wow. I think they just refurbished the engine, and that's what they used to take tours through the desert. So this uh, Land Rover, you really—if you're an audio listener—you really need to uh, look at your phone real quick and see this image. It's really amazing. That car, I'm kind of uh, jealous. I want yeah, one. Yeah, I want one too. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> so, what did you do? You just drove around the desert? Yeah, we drove around the desert. Um, this this particular spot was a lot more for the video heavy thing. They we mm-hmm. were in two different cars and they tracked us as we were driving through the desert and just got a bunch of different angles. And this was just a little bit of downtime. So. I was like, oh, I like the shot. And it's it's always challenging when you're by yourself. Because if I was with my wife, I'd be like, hey, babe, can't you go stand there and I'll take a picture of you. Yeah. But then you feel awkward asking somebody else to stand there if you don't really know them and they might not necessarily have the look you're going for. Yeah. And since it's my feed, I naturally have the look I'm going for because yeah. it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just stood there and I asked somebody to, one of the uh, producers who was just kind of standing there, I'm like, hey, can you just grab this picture of me? Nice. And told them just where to stand and you put your hand on your sunglasses stood there for three seconds and then took yeah well I, honestly i think i was actually fixing my glasses oh there you go I was it was like, real I, I was like just snap just snap a, just snap a couple so i stood there and then i was just like oh man my glasses like, and then oh, that's sweet. the one you got yeah, and that's the one i like yeah I've, i'm always drawn to the, the natural yeah not overly staged if you look at if you just like a quick scroll through my feed a lot of it is really just moments that i you know just kind of live in that moment and just capturing what my eye sees in that moment I, I know I just said moment a bunch of times, but <laughs> um, I think that's I, I think that's what photography is to me is just being in the moment. Yeah, I think we we actually just did an interview with Chris Poops as his Instagram. Yeah, name. I know him, and his whole kind of method of uh, shooting was that as well. And it like I'm not really a photographer; I'm more of a video guy, and uh, I've never thought about it that way. I've always just like I look at an image, I look at the composition, I look at the colors, the 
the lensing that was used. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a really pretty shot. But like, he was like, it's not about that. It's about looking at an image and imagining the photographer's experience in that moment. Yeah, 100%. You know? And it seems like that's what yeah, and that's, you're trying to achieve and that's as well. I think we talked about earlier is I just like telling stories through visuals, mm-hmm. whether that's a single image or video. And so through every image I take, it's either a moment that I want to relive by going back to and like, I mean, if you think about it, taking a photo is kind of like time travel. Yeah. You can go back to that moment, hopefully try to remember what you were thinking or what your emotions were and hopefully evoke that same emotion to whoever's seeing it. You know, obviously some people are not inspired by nature. They're more inspired by, you know, a portrait and be like, oh, I wonder what this person's thinking through their eyes. But for me, I like more nature stuff as far as when it comes to my photography but for video, it's completely different. So when a when a client comes to you and they want to hire you to do some product shots, what's your process? Do you kind of just ask them questions like what? Obviously, like you know, what do you want? But then do you say, "Hey, I discovered this really cool place in uh, this one location. I want to go there. I think this will be cool." Yeah, I think it goes both ways. You know, they'll they'll sometimes you'll have a client that has X Y Z. You have to have these things in these images, or They'll be like, well, what do you think? We just like your your style, your aesthetic. I think you fit with the brand. What do you What do you think? What do you want to do? And let's talk it out. I'm I'm a big collaborative guy. What's your favorite one? That I those that two I, options. Oh, I I mean, I, it's always fun to have free reign. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but obviously you have to you have the guidelines. But um, yeah, I just I'm I just love collaborating. So if I'm gonna work on a project, even if you're the director of a big movie, I'm never gonna be that guy who's this is my movie. This is how it goes. Mm-hmm. I don't care about any input. You know, like I want anybody, obviously with reason, to come up and be like, hey, what do you think about this? At that power, you at that moment, you have the power whether to say, oh, that's a fantastic idea. Let's do it. Or, hey, not a good idea. Yeah. You know? Uh, so th- I, I kind of do the same thing with my photos. They'll, they'll pitch something. And I, I, there's been times where I, I say that literally doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Here's why. And yada, yada. And they were like, oh, yeah, we didn't even think about it that way. Yeah. I think just being collaborative completely creates the best um, end result. When it comes to the uh, the specifics of, like, uh, you know, it's all about living in the moment and uh, like experiencing that moment, capturing that moment. But there are cameras involved yeah. when you're taking pictures. I'm a total gearhead. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier um, before we were rolling about equipment and your partnership with Samsung and yeah. that whole process. Um what are you shooting on today, right now? What what camera are you actually using? As far as higher end, I'm shooting on this on Sony rigs right now. It's Sony A7 III um, or my iPhone. Nice, right? <laughs> Those are like two opposite sides of the spectrum, but that's yeah. but that's it's true. I went to Colorado just recently and ended up finding that it was just easier to pull out my phone, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing wide angles. You know, if you don't need any bokeh or yeah or stuff stuff like that, you're just like, okay, I'm taking a picture of this mountain. Do you like, take pictures raw with your phone? Uh, whatever the camera does, I think it does pretty fantastic those job. JPEGs, yeah. yeah, those JPEGs are pretty good. Um, you know, obviously if you're going with a goal or a mission, you're a little bit more strategic, but if you're going like we were talking about just living in the moment yeah. at that point, it's just whatever tool you have. On so your you've person. done, you've done hired paid jobs with an iPhone. I actually have. Yeah. I'm trying to think of which ones, but there's been a couple ones where I've shot iPhone oh, just, wow. just, just because That's it worked amazing. out and it's funny because you look at an image, you know, like the um, one in the Blue Lagoon. Yeah. If I didn't say it was iPhone, some people wouldn't even know. No. Nope. And 
to go further with that, I wanted to prove to myself that it's not about the gear that I, I ended up shooting a one minute ish short film all on an iPhone five back in the day. Yep. I saw it on your site. Yeah. And it ended up winning first place at a contest and I did it just to prove to myself that I didn't need to do it. Yeah. And I mean, it was a lot harder. Yeah, you know, but you could do it. Steven Soderbergh just did yes. a entire movie yeah. called Unsane, I think, something like that. Called. Yeah, uh, whole movie shot on iPhone. Yeah, he's used to using Reds and uh, Aries and stuff. And uh, he said after the process uh, in some interviews, like at Sundance, he was like, "I'm never shooting on a real camera ever again. I'm always going to shoot on iPhones." Wow, because he was bold. like, "Yeah, he well he he's kind of a bold guy." Yeah, of course, like, he's definitely unique. And if, if you look up, you know him as a person like he yeah. actually quit filmmaking a while ago apparently yeah apparently but here's gone. his new movie yeah it's just a creative yeah. you know extreme 100 percent. and i think in a way like uh, there was this great documentary uh jack white was on it the edge from u2 and uh is it jimmy page the guitar player for uh led zeppelin is that his name sure I don't remember. I'll but, take your word for it. <laughs> it's this great documentary with these phenomenal guitar players, Jack White from White Stripes. Yeah. And, and he's kind of known for like using crappy guitars. Uh, he would use these guitars made in the 70s that you would buy off of like a Sears catalog. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I love the process of like having pain through the process of yeah. creating something. That's awesome. Because like that is true uniqueness, right? Yeah, it's like, art. Imagine, yeah. So like using your phone in a way that limit those limitations make you more creative. Yeah. I, after I stopped working with Samsung, um, I got a Sony a 6,300 and shot on that for, I think a year and a half only because I was waiting for the next Sony thing. And I didn't want to buy, you know, the a seven S two when I knew that the R three or the S three or a three, whatever three is coming out. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm just going to sit and, and try to figure it out. And I was still getting work. So I've shot for, you know, brands like Target, Nike, and all these other brands all on an A6300 with the kit lens. Really? So, I mean, you, I could show you that <laughs> and show you and show you something I shot on the A6 or the A7 III with like the Sigma 35 1.4. Yeah. And, you know, obviously some projects call for different tools, but the fact that I was able to get by with a lower end camera contentment man yeah. that's that's what you're saying earlier is like at a certain age you decided you know what i'm just gonna be content you yeah haven't, you haven't even upgraded your phone in a while yeah i mean i, I have the you have a 10r but it's yeah. not because you like yeah i didn't buy it. Yeah, yeah i didn't go out and just buy it and wait in line and yeah. get it first you i know? think that's a, a good balance i think a lot of creatives need to get their heads out of the the gear yeah and it's not the more, gear yeah it's the story or the content that you're creating yeah unless you're a youtuber who reviews gear yeah well i mean you can review the same <laughs> thing over and over again <laughs> have you always made a living doing photography slash video um from what i can remember i've always done something along those lines there's been a, a few years where i helped my dad appraise homes but that was mm-hmm. you know for the money but during that time i was still shooting stuff for passion um i think ever since I graduated high school. I was always doing something video or photo related, either for fun or for. Would you say that you were born entrepreneur? I don't. I'm not sure how you're born, but I I think I knew mentally that I I didn't want to be the guy who works for somebody else. If I can, I just like my freedom. I like to control my environment. So I kind of went that route, you know. Yeah. Totally. But 
Yeah, same. I was a magician and then a filmmaker. What? So. All right, so I have one final question for you. Um, if you could have a collaboration with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? A collaboration. So, like, uh, if, so if you, I were to shoot like a music video for yeah, an artist or something. Yeah, I mean, or even like if you want to paint the 16th chapel with Michelangelo, you know, like yeah. if you want to do. Wow, that's. If you could collaborate or work with somebody, dead or alive. Dead or alive. Honestly, I don't even know if I want to collaborate. I just kind of want to see Wes Anderson work. Yeah. Just like be just, on just, set. Just, just be on set. Just like, yeah. Don't, I won't even bother you. Like, <laughs> like obviously collaborative, you're working together. So I'm yeah. taking it a step further. Like, I just wanted to like, sure. I'll, 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 I'll bring you water. Yeah. <laughs> just because I think he's so oh, unique yeah. and one of the most unique filmmakers out there. I think you would learn so much from just sitting next to 100%. Him. Yeah, I when I was first starting to direct, the way that I learned was just by being on set as a PA and just absorbing, like, how's exactly. that director directing? 100%. And I think a lot of people, and it's funny because um, the topic of aesthetic comes up a lot, you know, and I think it's hard to define a per- your, your, your own aesthetic because to you, you just do it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this looks cool. This is the angle I would choose. And to other people, you're like, wow, why would you have, why'd you choose that? I would have chosen this. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're just drawn to something. It's natural for you. Yeah. So that's why I'm so fascinated by Wes Anderson because it's not my. His an amazing style. aesthetic. Yeah. Oh man, his aesthetic is. And people who try to imitate it fail because you anybody who tries to imitate somebody else, yeah, it just doesn't work. You can borrow mm-hmm. and be inspired, but you know, don't copy somebody. Be yourself, you know. I uh, fall victim of uh, copying Wes Anderson. I Dude. made a I made a short film when I was like, yeah, but that's 19. more, but that's more of an homage at that point. It's that's like <laughs> copying. Yeah, I think if you You're paying respect, if you can, uh, if you imitate somebody through comedy, you can get away with it. Oh yeah, it's a parody law. Yeah, yeah, like you can't you can't do you can't be like oh this is Coca Cola commercial, yeah, you know. But if you're like oh this Coca Cola Coca-Cola commercial and just like, like making it like a spoof version then you're like now you're free brilliant yeah. yeah you're weird al Yankovic. That, yeah that's why snl could get away with so much exactly a lot of people when they're first starting out they do kind of imitate a lot of other artists and how i mean how did you start with that were you drawn to certain people and did you find yourself imitating people I, and then- I, you know i think a lot of people on especially if you start talking about instagram there's a lot of imitation um i know a friend who um almost every single image of his is being imitated by another account. Wow. 100%. Like, down to, like, the van he drives. And he's just baffled on why these people would do it. But they're finding success in it. Yeah. Because they're stealing somebody else's. So, to me, that's... It's gone beyond, like, flattery, where it's like, oh, this person, like, looks up to me. It's Now it's, like, plagiarism. Yeah. You know, so this person's now getting success from stealing um, a look or a feel or an edit or composition. Um, A lot... you, You can like take a little bit you know but as far as for me i don't feel like i'm the person who's stolen ideas i'm inspired for sure yeah you know but i think almost everything in today's world is you're being inspired at this point you know what would you have to say to someone who's younger who doesn't have as much experience who you know may actually be imitating not for any type of uh you know deviant reason it's yeah. just out of you know being new like how can they <laughs> become their own yeah person? i think i think in the more you shoot the more you find your voice you know um you, you you know you imitate for a little bit of course because you look up to certain people but then after a while 
that voice is kind of gone and maybe that person's left a little bit of imprint from you, but then you're taking an imprint from somebody else. You take two, you know, two styles and you now have your own. And I think that's how it kind of like snowballs into a bunch of different people having different styles. But for anybody who's starting out, you gotta, you gotta shoot until you find what you like, what you don't like, what inspires you, you know? Did you hang out with other creatives that were better than you when you were starting out or were you kind of always on your own? Um, I kind of wish I had more people. Even now, like, I wish there's a little bit more of a community for me out here to hang out with with people to go shoot and just have fun. It's just awkward because I live an hour away. So if I want to go shoot anything inspiring, I have to drive quite a bit. But uh, growing up, I think it was pretty much just me and my wife just going around just shooting and looking up to other people who, you know, you see so much work on, on social media that... Yeah, if you, you don't, know, if you maybe you live in a small town that doesn't, you know, have all these creatives around in LA like we have here, but you can go online and, like you said, kind of do collaborations through the internet. Yeah, one one of my favorite things is whenever I travel, I try to reach out to other creatives who are in that area just to talk. Yeah, and just through conversations, you can be inspired. You know, there's there's yeah. so many ways to be inspired, not just by mm-hmm. actually shooting. You know, is there value in moving to a city? with creatives do you find or do you think that that's overrated no i i i see value in that even for me i don't i don't really love living in california because i'm i do like more mountains and things like that i'm and those are things i'm inspired by i'm not really inspired too much here in california i'm not like the beachy type you know i'll go because it's it's beautiful but for some reason i like looking at that more with my eyes than to actually photograph or do video so the i think that the end result for my family is to move but not within a handful of years because like i said i want to direct film and tv and i have a couple things that hopefully 2019 will will look good towards um so i have to be here um and then i think once hopefully i've established myself enough i can move yeah move to, to atlanta yeah atlanta or nashville right yeah exactly <laughs> we'll swap places yeah there you go well but, yeah was there anything else you no i was just saying I, I i think if you live somewhere where you're completely not inspired that could that can be a damper on your your creativity you know i've 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 been through a lull before where for months at a time i've had client work and literally just couldn't for the life of me figure out how to shoot it because i wasn't in an area where i was inspired Mm. you know you you do have to fight through that if that's all you're given but you know if you live somewhere where you're inspired your workflow can just be so much easier totally yeah i think some of the takeaways for anybody who's starting out from my conversation with you is really just Go out there and do exactly what you want to do. I think Ira, Ira Glass, do you know who he is? He's a, a podcaster. He has this no. great saying. He talks about how a lot of artists have great taste, but when they're first starting out, for some reason, they just can't achieve what they have in their head hmm. because there's this gap and that needs to be filled with tons and tons of work, just a body of work over a period of years, period of time for sure. to get to that point to where your, your actual skill can line up with your taste. Yeah. And overnight success is not a thing. No, you'll, you have to hustle for years and then all of a sudden it'll feel like overnight success because you finally get that one thing you're hoping for. And it, yeah. that happens overnight, but yeah, <laughs> get, getting noticed and working it. I mean, even for me, I, it's taken years for me to get to this point. It didn't just happen, you know? Yeah. So just stay at it. If you're in an uninspiring place, maybe drive down the street and see if you can find another place. Yep. Um, and just uh, enjoy your family. You know, you have a lot of balance with you know being a father, a husband, and then obviously you know 
an Instagrammer. An there you inf- go. An influencer. Oh, jeez. No, you're not an influencer. That's the biggest takeaway from today. Sam is not an influencer. <laughs> so, Sam, how can people find you? You're on Instagram as your name, right? Yeah, literally. And any social media, I'm Sam Cedar. So you're saying nobody had that name already? There's literally, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. There is one more person named Sam Cedar. Really? In this, at least in the U.S. And I discovered him. And you know, in junior high, when you Google yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's when how old I was when I Googled myself. But yeah. you're just like, oh, I wonder what happens. Yeah. Googled Sam Cedar. Somebody else came up. Wow. I'm like, what? Who is this guy? Are we related? How many Cedars are there? Found out that we're not related. Thanks to social media, I was able to like MySpace him. I think that was the thing. Yeah. And no, we're not related. I'm like, cool. But I kind of want to be the more popular Sam Cedar here. <laughs> like I want, when you Google my name, Yeah. I want to be the top one. Yeah. So I, I, the, my, my life achievement has happened. Yeah, I think you're I, there. I'm there. Just, I'm there. You have arrived. I have arrived. I'm done. Just retire. Yeah, I'm, I am going to retire. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, samcedar.com, samcedar, any social media. And that is spelled C-I-U-R-D-A-R. Correct. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Well, I had it in front of me. Oh. Yeah. Well, good job reading. <laughs> what an amazing American dream story of Sam Cedar. Amazing businessman, photographer, filmmaker, who I'm sure has made his parents who immigrated to America super proud. A huge congratulations to Sam and his wife Amanda for their new baby boy who was born recently. When we recorded this podcast, she was still pregnant and they now have two beautiful children. So again, congratulations to you two. I would like to encourage you guys to check out Sam Ciudar on Instagram. That's spelled S-A-M-C-I-U-R-D-A-R. Amazing photographer, amazing filmmaker. And he has a great feed. I have been following him ever since we met and he posts amazing pictures. If you're a fan of this podcast, then please subscribe and tell a friend about it it's really the best way to show your support of this show it's a show it's like a podcast it's a show it's a podcast show once again i'm dave mays this is the golden hour podcast see you next tuesday